welcome back. This short second episode of April 2nd, Friday, April 2nd, 2021, was inspired by something I just saw recently, which was the trolley switch dilemma. Uh, somewhere out there in social media, somebody I follow must have made reference to it. Um, the trolley switch dilemma in 2021 is abuse, but it's a great tool to see how far this country's come uh, in a bad way uh, for, as far as our ability to think, to process creative, critical thinking skills, not critical race theory, critical thinking skills. Um, for some reason, we have no problem as a people as a subjugated mass of people, um, accepting our leaders and the fans of the media and whoever's propping them up to think that it's best to allow crime to mow down innocent law-abiding citizens rather than direct the train of violent criminals. Now, without any further details about the lives of those in imminent danger, we are today, 2021, coerced into agreeing that all lives are equal, nobody's more important or of greater value than anyone else. And, and that's kind of where they want us. Uh, this may be true in a, in a society that disallows personal information like criminal records to cloud our judgment. And I mean, I can go into detail on that the way, uh, well, it started with guys like Barack Obama who wanted to give judges and prosecutors, anybody connected to the whole system, our legal system, the ability to expunge records on demand. Now, it's really not fair to say, hey, this, because at some point, a repeat offender could step into a court and a judge would say, well, this man has no record that we're aware of, but he could have killed five people. I don't know how far they would push that, uh, but it's pretty clear that they really don't care what we think about the, how they're doing their jobs, how they're providing safety and security in our country. They have, they do not care at all. There's not even optics, anything. So on that note, that they're going to try to make us think everybody is equally good and deserves their liberties, um, it's pretty ass backwards that we can wear Black Lives Matter weeds. Uh, but we're not allowed to say all lives matter. Just so you know, the word weed shows up in Microsoft's woke thesaurus as synonymous with my first choice, which was apparel. Black Lives Matter apparel. But the word apparel is far too doctrinaire a term for this podcast. Anyways, I have one more wise to crack. Um, I've always been the ruin the film guy in the crowd by catching things that just don't work. Uh, most people know them, see them, but they just don't want to say it. I just feel like i got to say it. Take a look at that JPEG that I stole from someone on the interweb for this episode. Those five hapless chaps on the tracks are toast no matter what. Even if you flip the switch, there's no way that speeding train car would be able to stay on that switch track. It would flip and roll and squish the daylights out of those guys. Well, the thing about today's Marxists is uh, they do a multiple fail on the trolley switch, you know, as far as the dilemma goes. 
We're supposed to feel, live, and think that there's systemic racism in our current system, in our, in our society. Uh, and it's a system we have that protects uh, unwitting or trusting citizens from the vultures of violent crime. And the police are just one part of the system, but they're the most visible one. They're the first line. Can anyone uh, recall a civilization that thrived when the denizens of the deep ran the streets, leaving law-abiding citizens to vote and unquestionably, unquestionably provide the financial resources to leaders uh, who direct the fruits of our labors to empowering more crime and, and more misery? There's no, uh, there's no such thing as we need to right the wrongs of the past conversation by making today more violent, by making people less secure. I, they want to talk about uh, things that, uh, injustices of long, long ago. We can't even talk about shootings and stabbings and rapes last week in our Chicago today. So I, when it comes to being able to prove uh, bias in a system many have tried many, all have failed Obama tried Obama failed even when he had an inappropriate relationship with Eric Holder he had a wingman set up uh, do you remember how much grief Marx has bent over backwards to give everyone grief about William Barr operating as a Trump funky and, and, and Eric Holder hey I am his wingman I nobody that I mean it was something that was they loved it. They thought it was cute. They, there's that Camelot. So how are we going to plug 2021 into the trolley switch dilemma? Uh, let's begin by saying that the pe but we have people in our society using the uh, revolving door at the prison. And, and there are people who making that easier. They're facilitating that. Uh, but the in single individual on the switch track and the speeding train uh, are the crime, the criminal. Uh, pretending sane Americans who know what's going on are heartless because they're trying to choose humanity over suffering uh, is kind of another idiotic stunt. We've got these idiotic stunts, a cunning stunt. Uh, so Marxist prosecutors and judges have been standing like shift at the watch, you know, uh, at the switch for a couple of decades. And until now, they've kind of been wearing disguises. Uh, I'm referring to everything, things like the Michael Brown and Alton Sterling case, um, these prosecutors and stuff in our system. They, they, there are people who still believe that Brown and Sterling were unjustified shootings. And they're going to pretend like they're just going to do what they want and pretend like those are those are valid reasons to be upset, to be angry. So nowadays, the Marxist infiltrators in a system are supposed to be taking care of us, protecting us, are wearing those. They'll wear. They'll do. They did it in disguise before. Now they're wearing BLM apparel or weeds, right? While at the switch, think Kim Fox of Chicago. No justice yet in the juicy Smollett hoax, right? Notoriety and future hookups are their retirement plan. Why settle for one government paycheck when Marxism asks you to complete a special assignment 
uh, with a good shot at some royalties or something. You'll be part of the ruling elite after the transformation. But here's a kicker. Here's what's important. I have, I, I had no idea how big the conservative, moderate, free speech purge was last September. You know, I kind of recall some stories, but I did not realize that, um, I believe it was September 20th, uh, that hundreds of the most influential voices were disconnected from every revenue public forum in like an hour. I had no idea. Uh, I really wished I'd have known that little detail back then. That should have been a, you know, that should have been like a, a, a big warning siren, flashing lights. Um, the goal is to remove anyone willing to call this government a hostile Marxist entity. The fact that that purge was so premeditated and coordinated, uh, in my mind, um, it like doubled how much credence I place on any kind of talk that the 2020 elections were rigged. Uh, why are other people afraid to do that? I mean, look at it. half of the, these people involved with the Russia hoax, that crap is seditious uh, behavior. 200 and something people and nobody ever, when they reached their hand out said, okay, hand me the file, hand me some of this evidence. There was, there was never any evidence there. How could you pass that along between more than 200 human beings who are supposed to have integrity and nobody ever saw any evidence of conspiracy, you know, uh, collusion? Uh, there was nothing there. It, nothing goes on three years like that, three and a half years. without. It's just insane. Uh, so the goal for them is to silence anyone capable of Putting, being more eloquent than I am, uh, being able to describe what's happening. And that's Marxism taking over. So right now, that's a very quiet voice in the country. And it, But if there were those hundreds of very talented speakers, educators, if they were all roughly on the same page saying, hey, this is a kind of a weird Marxist takeover, isn't the voice would be louder. At some, the, the goal is for them to have that voice just be a faint whisper because right now the media and the volunteers and uh, people in Congress, uh, people in the federal government, you know, they're all saying there's nothing to see here. Everything's normal. We're getting back to normalcy. Yeah, sure, this O'Brien administration is anything but normal, but that's the voice that's loud and that's the voice that has the platforms and all the support and everything. So they need to keep that other voice quiet so it sounds so fringe. Um, if you silence the truth whispers, uh, uh, of tr the whisperers of truth, it still sounds radical. And they can say, hey, we need to go after and silence people. And something tells me because of a lot of these things that kind of line up like that, we're going to have a few more January 6th type events this summer. Uh, there's just too many, too many things that can go right. Uh, I just hope the weather is nice this summer in China and Iran. Let us enjoy it. Take care, everybody, and God bless. <laughs>